Hi, I'm Dr. Melva, your board-certified radiation oncologist and serial entrepreneur and investor. Welcome to the 1% Code podcast. I help top income earners create multiple streams of income to support the career they love or the one they want to love again. Learn more on the 1% Code podcast. Time management tips for the busy entrepreneur. And I always say the busy entrepreneur, but to be honest, many of you are kind of in your careers, you know, like me, like I I work a full-time job as a radiation oncologist. I commute, gosh, two hours a day I'm in the car. So I'm not a full-time entrepreneur, but I still think this concept of being busy is what relates. So that's why we have that in the title, but we're really busy moms, fathers, you know, career, (laughs) right? In our careers. And so the entrepreneur part, I don't know if we're as busy doing that part. So anyway, let's start with number one. And this is why I bring this up. So number one is that you have to commit. If I ask you on a scale of one to 10, how important it is for you to reach a goal in your business venture, right? What would you say? Where are you? Are you an eight? Are you a five? You know, and if if you're a five, what's going to get you to an eight? So I think to better manage your time, you have to have a commitment to your end result. And your end result should be a goal that has specific steps, that's actionable. Um, you know, it's broken down. We talk about leverage a lot. It, it should have delegation, who's going to help accomplish this goal. Otherwise, it's a hobby. And that's fine. If entrepreneurship is a hobby for you, that's that's fine because it'll help you have the right perspective to look at what's going to happen. Okay. So I always like the quote and I, I love Les Brown. He's a great motivator. Whenever there are things going on, or I'm really pushing for new entrepreneurial pursuits. Like he's in my ear. I'm just going to listen to him. I have some of his like speeches. That I promise you they're probably memorized, right? Any other Les Brown, Les Brown fans out there? Um, so he always says, you know, you got to be hungry. You got to be hungry, right? Like you have to want it. And I'll be honest, there are some things that I haven't been hungry enough because I always have some other things to fall back on. But when I really look at those goals that I've knocked out the park, whether I've, I've had some obstacles or fallen, because that's okay, we fail fast, right? It's entrepreneurial world. It's ups and downs, highs and lows. Um, but at the end of the day, to get to those goals, I'm hungry. Like I want it. For me to sit in a Friday afternoon for two and a half hours with a VP on a banker, I want it, right? Like I want to get that part done so we can bring in our investors on the second Coldstone Creamery location, okay? So- One, you have to commit, do an inventory, figure out how hungry you are about your goals around entrepreneurial things, whether that's your investing strategy in real estate, the stock market, coaching, business acquisition, franchise ownership, whatever it is you're working on, um, you know, developing your private practice, whatever it is you're working on, how hungry are you? Okay. And then number two, you need to reflect and adapt, reflect and adapt. So You need to pause and really reflect on how you're spending your time. And this is really hard for us as we're, you know, moving from thing to thing to thing. When you finally get a moment to yourself, the last thing you really want to do is figure out what it was that kept you busy earlier. So you want to reflect on how you're spending your time, who you're spending your time with. Is it meaningful? Are you being intentional, right? Is it inspired action? Are you you having inspired action? Is it, are you doing things that you enjoy? Are you spending your time in ways that you want to? Is your time effective? Like sit and just think about this, right? Just visualize, go through your day, walk through it and figure out what it is that you're doing. And then you have to adapt frequently. It is okay to figure out that something you're doing 
is not working, that it's not serving you. And I was listening to a speaker today at a conference, a business conference, and she said she has a toleration list. And if you put that in the chat, Jesse, I, I love that, a toleration list. And it's asking yourself the question of what is it that I'm tolerating right now? And, and by that is what are things that I'm just putting up with that aren't serving my end goal? that aren't going to help my commitment level rise to a 10 out of 10, that aren't moving my financial wealth journey further. What am I tolerating? And it's funny because when I was doing that, I was thinking a bad mattress right now, actually. <laughs> like we've been talking about getting a new mattress, but it's one of those things where it's it, it's kind of hard, right? To figure out like, you know, the kind of comfort you want and then it's you and your spouse or whatever. Anyway, I'm tolerating a bad mattress, but I've been tolerating it long enough. I'm going to be working on this. Okay. Hold me accountable somebody in the group. So what are you tolerating right now? And adapting frequently allows you to move forward in a meaningful, intentional way. Because if you find that you're doing things that are not a good use of your time, then you can change it, right? Everything can be changed. You know, like, like me sitting outside of the girls softball game in the rain, I packed up and watched from the car after about an hour and a half of that, because I didn't want to tolerate the rain anymore. Like it was a slow game. It was a slow, painful game. Okay. So you can change and you can adapt frequently. And the, the better you are at pivoting and adapting, the better you will be over your time. Number three, prioritize. Okay. So everybody does this differently, but I really look at the energy, right? So where am I doing things the best? Is it the morning? Is it the evening? Difficult tasks. You want to knock those out when your energy, your mind is the crispest right? And you want to make sure your priority is on things that only you can do, right? If I can have one of my team members do this, if I can outsource it to someone else, if I can automate it, if I can delete it, you know, not do it, exclude it, then I don't need to make this a priority. But if it's something only I can do, then if it's the most difficult, I typically do that first when I'm prioritizing my time. And I, you know, I, I would suggest, and I know a lot of us are really overachievers, right? So this is probably really difficult, but I would suggest that you spread the deadline out when you're managing your time, because you'll be surprised how much more you get done when you don't put the pressure to finish it all in one setting, right? Like I can give you the example for laundry. I used to try to do all of it in like a time block. Now it's, you know, one basket at a time. <laughs> you know, or it's a laundry service, which we've used before for like pickup, wash and delivery. So think about different ways to do things, figure out what works for you, but just know that usually the more difficult task, you want to match that with your energy, max that with your time. Okay. So you're prioritizing. Number four, you want to track and measure your time. If you've heard me speak on any platform before, if you've listened to the 1% Code podcast that I recently started in July of 2021, you know that you cannot grow what you don't track and what you don't measure, okay? So you can improve what you don't measure. So you have to have, we always talk about this, key performance indicators, KPIs, okay? KPIs, and time is one of those. So if you haven't done a log of every 15 minutes, what are you doing? How often are you on the phone? What are you doing on social media? Are you learning? Are you being educated? Are you using it for entertainment? How are you using social media, right? Um, are you spending time grocery shopping, walking around all the aisles instead of staying at the perimeter and getting only what you need to get, right? You know, how are you using your time, especially when we talk about entrepreneur tasks? 
are you doing income-producing activities? Income-producing activities would be things that are generating leads for your business, things that are nurturing your clients, and things that are generating sales for your business, okay? Are you tracking and measuring your time? And in your business, are you doing things that will be profitable, okay? So, so far, we've talked about commit, reflect and adapt, prioritize, track and measure your time. And the fifth tip, grow your mind around time and money. Okay. And I added the time and money because really when we're talking about time management tips, the end goal is to have a profitable business in whatever venture that you've decided to get into in addition to your full-time career. And I want to talk around language a little bit. So when we talk about time and not having enough time, or I need more time, we're in a lack space. We're, we're coming from scarcity. So instead of making a list and say, I need to, you know, I need to do the laundry. I need to follow up from people on my email list. I need to, you know, create relationships with realtors, for example. Then um, instead of saying what you need to do, that's coming from a lack perspective. So we need to switch that language, a small shift into abundance. And instead of saying, I need to schedule, you know, X, Y, Z, I will schedule X, Y, Z, you know, X, Y, Z is scheduled on this date. And it's, it's just a really small change. Um, but not saying like, I need more time. That's lack. Let's say I will create an hour in the morning and an hour next week. Right. And so just watch your language. And then the, the other one that, you know, I was listening to a speaker today and she talked about this one as well is when you ask why, let's say when something goes wrong, let's say you felt like you didn't have enough time or you needed more time, you were in lack and you ask yourself, why didn't it work out? Why didn't you have enough time to you know, be a full-time physician and a real estate investor and own a franchisee, right? Own a franchise. And when you ask yourself why, your subconscious mind has to answer the question and it comes up with a story of why didn't I X, Y, Z. And then what you have is judgment. And we don't do well in judgment because we feel guilty. We feel bad about it. We get stuck around why things didn't work out. So, so we're not moving forward. So your mind must create a story. And we all have thousands and thousands of stories, don't we, <laughs> that we could tell and that our mind creates around an incident. So when something comes with judgment, we don't have growth. So as you grow your mind around the concept of time and money, Stop using the word need, stop asking yourself why, and replace that with things that will serve you and move you forward. Okay, so we want to reframe our thoughts and our minds around time. You want to be aware of what blocks you have around the money and time, and then identify those, right? If you feel like 15 minutes to do whatever you've categorized that you need to do isn't enough, block out a longer period of time. And another thing I want to make sure I say, it's not one of the five tips, but when you add something to your calendar, something has to come off. <laughs> you know, it's like this, this law of balance. So, so reframe around time, be aware of it, identify your blocks around time, stop with the lack of need, don't have enough, and stop asking yourself why, because your brain is constantly going to answer that. Those are the five tips I have for you. I promise you, every time like I read articles about or study books, I can just never share what I read exactly because I don't think it's always, I don't think it's always good. What I talked about, I think is the real work is you have to commit to your goal to use your time wisely. You have to reflect and adapt how you're using your time. You have to prioritize. You have to track and measure to see, okay, how productive was I today? What did I do with my time? And then you have to really grow your mind around these blocks that you have around your time um, and money. 
Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the 1% Code Podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and I would love your five-star review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on all social media channels at doctor, spelled out, D-O-C-T-O-R-M-E-L-V-A, Dr. Melva. And I want to make sure that you and anyone else you know that would benefit from the 1% Code Podcast is a member of my private community on Facebook, the 1% Code Collective. I would love for you to join me there. Link in the bio. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.